Welcome, everybody. Welcome back this week to The Laz Word. Hey, this is Laz coming at you, and I'm really excited to be here to record this episode this week because it is a milestone for me. That's right. I'm at 10 episodes with you lovely people. That's right. Big 10. That's 10 weeks of The Laz Word, and you're still here, so... We thank you so much for being here and certainly appreciate it that you come back every week. Yeah, baby. Uh, You know, every week I say that there's so much to get to. There's so much going on. And this week certainly doesn't disappoint. I guess you probably heard that Madam Speaker got herself into a little bit of trouble. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, uh uh-oh. Because she went out to a hair salon to get a blowout, which... By the way, I'm I'm told that's when you get your hair professionally like blow dried, and I wouldn't know anything about that because for those of you that know me or have seen pictures of me, you know I have no need nor have I been into a salon or a barber shop in quite some time. So here's the deal: the bottom line is that look, Nancy Pelosi knew what she was doing. Okay, she came out of this and she blamed the salon owner as soon as she knew that she had gotten caught. Oh, no, she didn't. Oh, yes, she did. Which is typical liberal tactics. They lie and deny. Here's a little message for you, Madam Speaker. Uh, hey, hey there, Nance. Are you listening? You're, you're a lawmaker. You know, you make laws. So you're kind of supposed to know the laws. And you're telling me that you were duped and you were set up by a small business owner, by a salon owner, Um, I mean, sure, okay, if that's the road you want to go down, but if that's the case, shouldn't we be concerned that you're only two positions removed from President of the United States, which theoretically would be two positions removed from, you know, the nuclear codes and other important decisions that need to be made for our country? I mean, it causes me concern, but, you know, I'm not so sure why it's not concerning the left. But, 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 but why though? Uh, my guess is primarily because they were too busy trying to put out this fire that she created um, with her nonsense and her elitist attitude that she can go and get her hair done, but no one else can, you know, because she's Nancy Pelosi. Oh, that's bullshit. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And they were also circling the wagons around the fake news that the hacks over at The Atlantic put out. And if you haven't seen or heard about this, The Atlantic released an article back on September 3rd that basically said that Trump had made disparaging comments regarding American troops who have died in combat. The article has already been discredited numerous times, but the left, of course, is still embracing it. All I can say to the left is this. You're not very bright, are you? And why are they embracing it? Well, it's because they're using Trump's previous comments against him. He didn't do himself any favors back in 2015 when he said of the now late Senator John McCain um, that McCain wasn't a war hero. And then Trump went on to further say, quote unquote, I like people who weren't captured. What? Damn it! I know, but he said it. Yeah, I mean, he did say that about McCain. I remember when he said it. It wasn't the nicest thing to say. And yes, of course, I wish he hadn't. And my guess is that the president would say that he probably wish he hadn't said that anyway. But you can't erase the past. That said, what they're saying in this article is that they're utilizing that as the premise 
of this is Trump's kind of behavior, etc. However, um, even those who no longer work for President Trump but did and were beside him on a daily basis or even coming out of the woodwork and saying this is crap. Right. Sarah Huckabee Sanders, who has been occasionally critical of Trump in her recent book, has even come out and accused The Atlantic of publishing, quote unquote, malicious lies about POTUS. And she has also been quoted as saying that Trump has a strong commitment to the men and women of our great military. In a video statement, she said this, quote, Donald Trump has the greatest amount of respect for the men and women of our armed forces. I've traveled all over the world with the president and watched him interact with men and women of our military. I've seen him fight to make sure that they have the resources they need. I've also sat in the room when the president had to make the most difficult calls of his presidency, when he had to let a parent know that their son had been killed in the line of duty. That's a call no president wants to make. In those moments, I saw the president's heart. And I also saw his commitment to the men and women of our great military. This story couldn't be further from the truth. This is a president that loves our country and will do anything to fight to protect it. Boom, baby. Yeah, that's what's really going on. But, you know, Sarah Huckabee Sanders could have come out and completely trashed the president. She doesn't work for him anymore. She has no loyalties to him anymore. She doesn't have to be, right? If that was really what was going on and this hit piece that the Atlantic put out by the hacks over there, one in particular, they're all hacks, but this one hack in particular, I'm just not going to mention his name because he's a low life and a wannabe journalist, and I'm not going to give him any credit. And I've already inadvertently plugged that POS paper anyway. But uh, nonetheless, the bottom line is that Sarah Huckabee Sanders could have come out and joined in um, if any of this was true, but it's not. She spoke out against it because she was right there with the president in some of the most trying times of his presidency when he had to make that call to the those families who have just lost a loved one. So to all you whack job libs that are out there embracing this story, put that in your pipe and smoke it. Anyway, um, I wanted to share that with you because this piece has been out there, and in my opinion, it was another way for the left to try and spin and try and take the heat off of Pelosi, basically being Pelosi. Uh, in other news about POTUS, he was nominated by a member of the Norwegian parliament for the Nobel Peace Prize, not for this year, but for next year, 2021, for his work in the peace agreement between the United Arab Emirates and Israel. So instead of reporting this as great news about the president, etc., how did our lamestream media report it? How did the lying lamestream media throw it out there, right? Well, here you go. CBS, this is a title um, right from CBS's website. Ready? Far-right Norwegian politician nominates Trump for the Nobel Peace Prize. All right, how did CNN... Uh, announce it. Well, I couldn't find anything, but they had stories about how Trump allegedly tried to downplay the the COVID-19 pandemic initially, but I couldn't find anything, of course, about uh, Trump's nomination for the 2021 Nobel Peace Prize. Um, MSNBC, they had to have something, right? Couldn't find anything there either. Well, what about the New York Times? Let's see, what did they have? Nothing there either. Yeah, that's right. I went to AP Um, the Associated Press, and here's what they said. The first line of their article says, and I quote, 
An anti-immigrant Norwegian lawmaker said Wednesday that he has nominated U.S. President Donald Trump for the Nobel Peace Prize for his efforts in the Middle East. Laz Nation, this is just more attempts at controlling your thought from the left. Anytime an article has anything to do with Trump, the lying lamestream media has to put something in there of a racial overtone or something about immigrants or illegal immigrants or something about the police. They'll say anything to drum up any kind of negative connotation. And just as bad, their coverage isn't equitable. Not even close. If this were Biden or any liberal, it would be plastered all over the media, all over the radio, all over newspapers, your television, every article on the internet. You wouldn't be able to get away from it. They'd probably send out postcards and those confetti packs that explode and have balloons and everything to celebrate and send them out to their entire base. I mean, they'd be celebrating like it was the second coming. But because it's Trump... But, you know, that's our media. They're so honest and forthright and always looking for the truth in the story. Aren't they? No! Yeah, I know. All right. Well, moving on. This is something that's been on my mind for a while, and I wanted to uh, address it because... I'm seeing all these crazy liberal mayors like in Chicago, Baltimore, God knows New York City, and there's all this um, talk about defunding the police department and massive police reform. And, you know, there's one thing that no one is mentioning, and I think I know why, because it's such a simple and simplified solution to the problem that it just would make a liberal's head explode, that it's just that simple. But you see, that's what conservatives do, Libs. We look at the problem, we analyze it, we come up with a solution, and then we enact it. But unfortunately, we're not really into that whole make it more complicated, make a mountain out of a molehill, and then commission a uh, a study on it and study it for five years and waste millions of dollars and then come back and still not do a damn thing about it. You know, basically like the 47 years that Biden has spent in D.C. But I digress. Here it is. Are you ready? Here's a real simple solution for your quote unquote um, reforming the police department. Here it is. Ready? Instead of going after every single police officer, how about if you just go after the bad guys. Yeah, I know. It's mind-blowing stuff. I mean, it is like, you know, it is next level. I get it, right? I, I know it's really tough for you to comprehend, so I'm going to repeat it for you, okay? You just go after the bad actors. The bad cops, yeah, you hold them accountable for their actions, not the whole damn department. That's it. No further explanation needed. That's just where you go with it. So there you go. Just solve the problem. No need to defund the police department, which isn't going to work is an, and is an asinine idea, by the way. Um, and of course, it comes from liberals, so it doesn't shock me. But that said, you don't have to defund them, and you certainly don't have to reform an entire department. You need to go after the bad guys that are within the department and make sure that people like that don't get into the department 
any longer. That's all. There you go. Done deal. Okay? There you go. I solved your problem. I'll send you a bill. Probably wouldn't pay it because, you know, it's you'd think it was like a tax, like Al Sharpton doesn't pay his taxes. You know, another liberal that thinks they're above the law and that it doesn't apply to them. <sighs> anyway, hey, you know what? It is time for the one and only Balmer Billy to join us here in just a second or so. I think I see him. Wait a minute here. Yeah, there's the doorbell. And the door and in walks Billy. What is going on, buddy? Listen to that. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's my intro music, baby. Listen to that. Yeah, here comes the drums. Yeah, don't be jealous, Les. <laughs> yeah, I hear you, man. I won't be jealous. Hey, man, glad to have you back into the studio. How's everything going? Hey, man, things are going great. I'm glad to be back, too. I missed you and all the listeners and everything being in the studio. It's been uh, it's been a couple of weeks, but I wanted to get back in here to say what's up. All right, man. Well, what's up? Um, I got a great idea from a fan. You did? Okay. Well, share it with us. So I had a fan write in and say, hey, why don't you do like a day in history in Balmer? You know, like, for instance... In this week or on this day in Bomber history, this happened. And I thought that was a great idea. So I thought I'd bring it to the show. What do you think? Well, yeah, I, I actually, I think it's a great idea. Um, who, who was the fan, by the way? We don't have to announce like his whole name, but we can at least give, you know, first name to give him some props and say, hey, thanks for the great idea. Okay, okay, yeah. All right, so his name is Brian. Um, what, what was that? I say his name is Brian. Are you not hearing me? Uh, yeah, I'm hearing you, but it sounds like you're saying Brian, like Brian Shrimp. I'm pretty sure that's probably not the dude's name. Uh, no, that's not what I said. I say his name is Brian. Oh, his name is Brian. Yeah, that's what I said, like three times now. Oh, okay. All right. Well, cool. Well, hey, Brian, uh, we appreciate the email and the content uh, suggestion. Love it, especially when it can really contribute to the show. And I think that'd be a cool part of the show that we can add in every once in a while. So what do you got for us this week, Billy? What happened uh, today or this week in, as you would say, Balmer history? What do you mean by, as I would say, it's how you say it's Balmer. Okay, well, I mean, you know, I think some people might say that you pronounce it Baltimore. Uh, yeah, you know who says that? People that ain't from Balmer. Anyway, okay, so this week in Balmer history, thank you very much, Laz, the War of uh, 1812 was being fought, and the Battle of North Point was fought near Balmer during that war, and it happened on 912 of 1814. So that means this Saturday of 912 will be the anniversary of the Battle of North Point. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Well, yeah, actually, that is pretty interesting. And I appreciate you bringing that up, man. That's pretty awesome. You know, I was a big or am a big history buff. I should not say was because I was not. Um, in fact, in school, and I've mentioned this before on on previous shows that I was a horrible history student. You couldn't get me to really pay attention in history because I hated it so much. But that is really, really cool, and I appreciate you bringing it to us. 
So, hey, by the way, I, I thanked Brian, but you really didn't thank him. You should probably say, hey, thanks, Brian, for sending you the email. I mean, he did send it to you, technically. Um, all right. Hey, Brian, thanks for the email, man. Uh, it was really cool, and I had some fun researching this stuff, and I thought it was a really cool segment that we would bring to the show. So, thanks. I appreciate you being a fan. And apparently, he's more of a fan of mine, Laz, than he is of yours. Okay. All right. Whatever. Anyway, fan of mine or fan of yours, still a fan of the show either way. And that's what's most important. Speaking of what's most important, you know, I've seen, I've heard, and I've even had a lot of discussions and arguments with friends, family, acquaintances, etc., especially in this heated political environment especially for those of us that that really care um, and are very interested in politics and the, the political um, arena you know within our country. But that's not what's most important, right? What it boils down to, my opinion, but what it boils down to, what's the most important is your life and how you live it and how you choose to live it and how you choose – or whether you choose to allow others to affect it. And let me explain. I have said for years, and I truly believe this, that regardless of whether someone is a friend, a coworker, a family member, um, a lifelong you know friend or neighbor, a church member, you you name it, a fraternity brother or sorority sister. Like, you name it, right? It doesn't matter what their relation to you is. If you have someone in your life that is causing you more pain, discomfort, anxiety, um, stress, drama, you name it. If they're causing more of that than simply, you know, joy in your life— then you have a choice to make of whether or not that person uh, that person will continue to be a part of your life. The choice is yours. It is your life. You choose who is in it and how long they are in it. I have also said for many, many years that I believe that people come into our lives for one of three reasons. They're either a reason, a season, or a lifetime. There's a reason you meet somebody. They're either here for a season, meaning a period of time within your life, or they're here for your lifetime. And the unfortunate part is that I think for a lot of people, they often try and cram everybody they meet into that category of a lifetime. And that may not necessarily be the case, at least not for everyone you meet. Now, I can't judge that for you. That's something you have to judge. But my advice to you is this. Life is tough. And 2020 has proven, if nothing else, that it can get even tougher at times. And the people that we surround ourselves with are even more important today than they were yesterday. So embrace those that embrace you. Love those that love you. Support those that support you. Have an open mind and an open heart, but don't put up with someone that only brings chaos and drama to your life especially if they're not making you a priority. And that's the last word.
Well, that's going to wrap us up this week, Laz Nation. Hey, Billy, thanks for coming in again. Yeah, Laz, thanks for having me, and thanks to Laz Nation for tuning in every week. Absolutely, man. Hey, don't forget, you can check us out on the web at thelazword.com, Instagram at thelazword, Facebook at thelazword, and Twitter at thelazwordpod. And, of course, you can always send me and Billy an email at thelazword at gmail.com. As always, I know your time is valuable, and I appreciate you spending a little bit of it with me. Hey, Billy, you want to say anything before we close out the show here? Yeah, Laz, I want to say thanks so much for everybody for coming back again and listening to the Laz Word. Me and Laz like to have fun here in the studio, and it's always fun because we know you're on the other side of the microphone. So, hey, be sure to come back and check us out next week. Be sure to subscribe and tell your friends so that you get notifications of every episode of the Laz Word. Hey, Laz, how was that? Actually, Billy, that was pretty good. Thanks, buddy. Hey, everybody, God bless, and we'll talk to you soon.